Hello, and welcome to the G2 podcast. Um, so I want to start today by talking to you about a verse that I think many of you have heard before. It's very famous. Hopefully it will be on the screen. <sighs> Thanks, guys. Uh, so it's Romans chapter 8, verses 38 to 39. And it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present, the future, nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So as I said, a very famous verse and one I'm sure you've all heard. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So first of all, I want to take you back to 2020. Don't worry, we're not going to stay there for too long. <laughs> so if we go back to August, so you might have remembered we were just coming out of lockdown number one. Some restrictions had been lifted. It was around the time of Eat to Help Out, if any of you remember that. <laughs> As G2, we just launched onto YouTube for the first time YouTube service. I believe it had been Zoom services prior to that. So they kicked off in August. And it's also when we as a family joined G2 for the first time. Now, from the outside, my life looked really great. I had a great husband. I had three amazing kids. I'd just gone back to work after having my third child, so a very prof professional job. I had an amazing house. I had a great car. It looked like everything you ever worked for, I had it. And it looked great. But re um, the reality was, it wasn't. Um, I'd always been an anxious person, so I was very used to life being a little bit wobbly. Um, but in that August 2020, that wobbliness shifted into a life-destroying anxiety. My life became consumed by what-ifs, what happens if. It felt like my mind was destroying me from the inside out, and I had absolutely no control over it. Uh, and I struggled to do anything, and I just lived in a constant state of worry and fear. Now, the verse that people often talk about, or I've heard people talk about before when they talk about anxiety, is 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, which is where it says that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear is to do with punishment. So I'm going to be really honest with you today and say that, oh yeah, I was scared of punishment. Don't get me wrong. I was, that was part of the fear. But deep down, the real fear was the fear that I'd lose everything I'd built. That all the people I loved, my friends, my family, even God, wouldn't want to know me and they, they wouldn't love me. That was what was rooted right at the bottom. But this is what this verse says. The Bible says that nothing past, nothing in our past that we've ever done, nothing in our present that we're doing right now, and nothing in our future that we're ever going to do can separate us from this love of God. We will always be loved, always. Now, in Ephesians, which is um, a book of the Bible where Paul is writing to the early church, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 to 19, it says... Da -da. Um, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high 
and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that your love, that, that this love, sorry, surpasses knowledge and that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Once again, another famous passage that I'm sure many of you have heard of before. Um, but the one thing I love about this passage, and I hope that you've noticed, is it talks about us discovering this love together. We don't have to discover it on our own. That we can discover it for ourselves and as a community. Now, you might remember, as I mentioned at the beginning, when all this started kicking off, we were brand new to G2. Nobody knew us. Nobody had a clue that we were going through all this. And I weren't certainly going to tell them as we're on, as we're on our Zoom screens going, hello, yes, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> but even though, even though I didn't know people, God started to, to speak to me. Um, my stepmom, Sarah, she, bless her, I rang her for about an hour every day. She, bless her, she, and she, I just poured out my heart, I just poured out my worries and my anxieties to her. For, sometimes twice a day, I would ring her, and she would just constantly tell me that she loved me, that God loved me, and I was safe. And she just constantly poured these reassuring words into my ear. One Sunday, so what used to happen is we'd have the YouTube service and then we'd have a Zoom call all together called the living room where we had some crazy games, I must say. We looked at each other's grills. You do strange things in lockdowns. <laughs> but we were also put into breakout rooms. And in one of these um, things we were put into breakout room, um, what someone just talked about how they had suffered in the past with mental health issues. And for the very first time, I just felt like, oh, it's okay, I can share. And it was the first time I was able to say, oh, I'm really struggling, actually. And I hadn't been able to share that before. It was such a release. And then another thing, we were doing a, a series about women in leadership. Uh, and then, once again, in the living room, we'd assembled, uh, I say we, I wasn't on the leadership team, though. <laughs> I was there, but they were assembled a panel of uh, women in leadership, different people in the church. And bear in mind, I had three kids, so one was eight months old, and she loved hitting the buttons on the computer. So we were regularly on mute, not being able to speak, um, and, and obviously not regularly able to listen to everything. So I literally heard two minutes of this panel, and it was Susie Finn talking about how, um, actually, yes, she did do a lot for God, but she felt when she'd had children that her capacity diminished and she, she had to take that step back and stop work, but God still used her. Like I said, it wasn't the point of the meeting, but that was the bit I heard. Now, we'd been going through this period of me being very anxious and things weren't getting any better, so something needed to change. And it was almost like that gave me that permission to go, do you know what, it's okay, I'll let go of my job. I'll give it to you, God. And it gave me the permission to quit my job and take that time to just rest and recover. And then the other thing was the Bible. Psalm 91, I read it over and over and over and over again because it just constantly talked about how God would keep you safe and he would protect you and he loves you. So that was such a comfort at this time. And I just want to say, I feel way better now. Um, I still suffer with anxiety. I still have my wobbles, but I am definitely in a better place. And I just want to normalize. I did need medication and counseling to get to this place, to get to better. And if you need that, it's okay to accept it. Um, and we all have those hard times. I think we talked last week, didn't we, about the fire? We all have fires at times that we go through. And often when we come to a period where it's hard or we come to a period where we're in the fire, our natural reaction is to step back. 
because that's how we protect ourselves. That's how we keep ourselves safe. I did not want to go to those breakout rooms. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> I did not want to sit and share. But uh, for some reason, I kept going. Probably Chris nagging me to keep going, and I did. And that was where God reached out, and he spoke to me. And I just want to encourage you that when life gets hard, keep staying connected. Because that might be where God reaches out to speak to you. Make that effort to come to Sunday. Make that effort to head to your small group. Because you just never know. That could be the place. And like I said, it wasn't a big sermon that spoke to me. It was those snippets of conversation. And that's why I also want to say, I don't know where you are right now. You could be in a, a, a good place and not in a fire. And I really pray that's you. And that's great. But I want to encourage you as well to stay committed. Stay connected. Because you might be the person that has that conversation with someone that rescues them from their fire and makes it better. Psalm 91 says that it, he's a fortress. And I always think of like big, strong buildings <laughs> when I think of fortress. Things that pe things can't get in. And God says he's there for you. He loves you and he will look after you. So how do we respond to this? <laughs> now I've just spouted a load of words. What do we do next? So what I thought would be really fun is to make some paper chains. Because why not? Um, so on your tables, there are lots of strips of paper. And what I'd like you to do is make three loops. Now, the first loop of your paper train, I want that to re represent God's love for you. And everyone's is going to be the same because no matter what, no matter who you are, what you've done, what you're going to do, God loves you exactly the same as the person sat next to you. And then that second loop that you're going to make, I want you, that to be your response to God's love. How do you feel that God is asking you to respond today? It could be that, you know, it stirred something in you and you're like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> I forgot, God, that you love me like that. I want to remember that. It could be um, that he's, he's asking you to do something as a response to this love. And then that third one, I just want you to think about your connection to God. How are you going to stay connected? When it's hard, when it's easy, what are you going to do? Now, it could be that sometimes in the fire, you just need the desire to be connected because you might not even be there yet. So it could just be, God, please give me that desire to want to come. It could be a promise that God, no matter what, I'm going to turn up. But you know what it is. So what I'd like you to do is make those three and then connect them. Once you've made them, connect them with people on your tables. And then what hopefully we're going to do, I'm going to hand this over to Ben and Emily to organize because, you know, Emily's got to have a challenge on her first angry. <laughs> what I'd like to do is if we could link them to the cross, because as much as we're here and we love each other, ultimately everything comes from the perfect love of Jesus. Thank you.